0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Right Brain a podcast about writing and crowdfunded publishing. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Right Brain. I am your host JF Dubois, author of Life Engineer and God in the Shed, and with me is who is this strange bearded man? It yes, I seem to remember <laughs> him I. from somewhere.
1: <gasps> Paul, is that you? It is. How are you, JF? Oh, it's
0: Paul. It's been so long. You, I know, right? You, you are, but a faded memory at this point. I'm like, a
1: bearded memory at this point.
0: Yeah, it's not just it's not just <laughs> your creepy goatee.
1: No, it's not. It's not. Our goatees do not. Uh, they no longer match. No. Uh, no so
0: probably okay. It's pro- probably yeah. better.
1: I mean, it's people w- people
0: kept mistaking us for twins. And-
1: right, and I don't know how that would ever happen.
0: <laughs> it's just, then there's all the hijinks that come with it. There's these sitcom misunderstanding. People call me right. Paul. They call you GF. I've had to sign so many Ageless books. It's just weird. Isn't it, though? Isn't mm-hmm. it? Every time somebody brings me a
1: life injury, I try to, like, you know, since they mistake me for you, I try to, like, ruin your image. I, like, slap it out of their hand.
0: Oh, I poo yeah. in your book, but then no, I sign. I sign with the poo. <laughs> you sign with the poo. Yes. Okay, this. I'm that, an artist, unique. is what that's I unique. like to say. So how how are you been doing? You, I'm great. You, I'm doing great. Done things.
1: I have done things. I have done things. It's been a while since we've been um, since we've been together, JF, and that's my fault this time because. Uh The schedule that we have decided to keep, of course, I instantly was like, "I can't do that um <laughs> so for a couple of weeks, you know especially the last little bit of of my job here before we're out for the summer, you know um it's just so hectic and busy with like testing and then my my own child has um a concert because she's in she plays the trumpet, she's in the band, and then I have a concert being a chorus teacher, and they happen to fall all in the same uh same day each week, which is the same day that we are supposed to record. But I have been doing things like um, uh, at this point it's been about uh, well what's today uh, it's been about two weeks since um, I went to convention with the glorious Derek Adams and we had a uh, an interesting time it was a, it was a lot of fun and uh, it was a lot of sitting around that's the being on the other side of the table is not quite as cool I, I mean it's not bad but it's not quite as cool as being out on the on the floor the convention floor. Have you, um, have you ever had to sit on the other side of the table for 12 hours a day for two or three straight days?
0: Yes, but my situation was particular. Um, when I went to Tacular in 2015, I gathered a bunch of like minded artists so that we could make a sort of shop where I, I could sell pre orders of my book and talk about uh, my book and do cool. all that. And other people would be able to sell their things. But the reason, the real reason why I set that up is so I could be away from the general public as a better way of dealing with my social anxiety.
1: Well, I mean, I understand that. I just, uh, I'll tell you what I missed. Like when I go to a convention, I like to walk around and like see all the stuff. And I didn't get to do that a whole lot. I mean, I did walk around a little bit, but you know, when you're sitting behind the table trying to, you know, push your, your merch, as they say, now that I'm on the other side of the table, I got to call it merch, you know? So when you're trying to (laughs) sell your stuff. I'm so Sorry. <laughs> when you're trying to sell your stuff it's it's like a lot it's a lot different but let me tell you something that was, that was fun that happened um we were uh we were there at at Xcon is the name of it Xcon um, in Myrtle Beach and this girl comes up to our table one of the other uh vendors comes up to our table before we're actually even open on the, on the first day um and she looks at our books uh mine and derek's book and she looks at mine for a second, and then she looks at Derek's, and then she looks at mine, she looks at Derek's again, and she's like, I think I have this book to him. And that was a really cool moment, right, for him. So he's like, yes, that's awesome. I'm glad you have it. She's like, yeah, I was looking on my um on my e-reader, and she's like, I'm pretty sure that I have this. And so we're feeling good, and he's like excited about that, and the whole day goes on and stuff. And so the next day, the girl comes back to our table, and she goes, I I have to uh, apologize because I I actually do not have this. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how I got confused, but I don't. And he's like, way to wait to burst my bubble. Come on, that's terrible. So, there, then there was, is uh,
0: one way she can make it up to you.
1: She could get a book. Yeah, so and get a
0: sign and all that.
1: Yeah, but here's here's the really good part. Like, oh well, it's not the really good part, but this has also happened in the story. I don't know. Maybe it's good. It depends on your perspective, I guess. It, it was kind of funny to me. So, um, when when she was like, "Yeah, I have it on my e-reader," blah blah blah, Derek gives her a physical copy, and he says, "You know, I'm gonna give this to you." And uh, then she comes back like, the next day, and she's like, "Oh yeah, so I didn't have this book, and yeah, sorry, I was confused." And then he's like, "Oh okay, well, you'll be ten bucks." You know, (laughs) and uh, I mean, he wasn't so blunt and straightforward. You know, it was kind of uh, jokey. You know, well, hey man, maybe you should like pay me or whatever for that. You know, (laughs) and uh, then she avoided us the rest of the weekend. It was pretty funny, pretty hilarious. So he never got his ten dollars. But I told him um, he left a little early. But I told him I was like, if she brings the money over, I'll I'll go ahead and you know I'll I'll mail it to you or whatever. So it was kind of hilarious.
0: Well, way to build a good brand ambassador there. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, it was all in good fun. it was kind of funny. um, I think she knew that she was she was feeling kind of silly, so she Aww. was a little embarrassed but uh he didn't really care i don't think um well, so, I hope not. it was a it was a good time and it was you know what it was nice hanging out with um another author um from inkshares uh it was what, am well, I, garbage I, well you you're not necessarily garbage Jan. I mean like in person, like you know because we don't garbage. We've had uh we've had you know other guys on the show um from Inkshares and it's been a lot of cool and I mean it's been cool and it's been a lot of fun and stuff but like when when uh a, a, an author is sleeping in your guest room now that's when you know that you have made it right when you can be like dude just go, come hang in my house you know whatever right so um it was pretty cool i can tell you though um he kind of hit the nail on the head at one point he's like man, this is kind of exhausting. We're not doing a whole lot. We're just kind of hanging out. But at the same time, you got to be on the whole time. When people Mm -hmm. walk by and they want to talk to you, you got to be on the whole time. And he's like, uh, I I would imagine that he has similar things like you said about your social anxiety. He must have something similar to that. Because when we were done on Saturday night, I was like, what do you want to do, man? And uh, he was like, I don't know. And I was like, you tired you you want to like go hang out because they had some st- after stuff for like you know some of the people or whatever and um, he was like I don't know man I was like well what if we just kind of go get grab a pizza and hang at the house and he was like yes that sounds great I was like we'll put on a movie in fact we watch the Force Awakens which is kind of cool so that was that was kind of fun but uh, I don't know man it, it was a good time it was a good time and uh, I, I sold some books he sold some books I think that financially it was not worth what we did but the experience experience uh, ex- that that made it worth it for me and I know it made it worth worth it for him too because actually before he left he was like I'm really glad I did this so
0: well to, to be honest like it's you can't expect experiences like that to be immediately financially viable I mean you need oh, to pay no, for no. your table you need to pay for your lodging if you have some I mean this is the kind of stuff that's important for you to help build your brand build your image get the experience Because it's having a table that's only marginally successful while you're still getting your training wheels to deal with events like that is perfect because the opposite is being thrown into having a huge line and not necessarily being good at dealing with it.
1: Yeah, that would not – I don't know. That would be rough. But I can tell you that the good thing about this particular convention is that it is pretty small. It was relatively cheap to get a table, especially because we split it. And then on top of that, he came and crashed at my house, so we didn't have to pay any 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 uh, lodging fees or anything like that. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. And now, and I say like, financially, it may not have made a lot of sense. Well, that's because you know, we, we bought we paid for things to give away, you know, like he got a bunch of buttons, which by the way, buttons are the way to go, JF, because mm-hmm. I got stickers that were, like, doubled as bookmarks, so they were, like, bookmark-sized, but they were actually stickers. Not as appealing as the buttons, I found out. Not as appealing. So those of you listening out there, buttons. Buttons are the way to go. Make sure you have something cool on them, like um, Derek had his uh, his um, dragon, um, asteroid dragon eye, you know, part of his cover. That was what his button was, and it was really cool, and people were like, Whoa, what is that? I want that button. Give it to me. You know, it was pretty neat. So uh, the, the advantage
0: of th- buttons is uh, as opposed to stickers. Is stickers have a certain permanence to it. Meanwhile, you know, buttons yeah. you can put that on your convention bag on the strap of your convention yep. bag and just accumulate them and collect them, and that's cool.
1: It was actually pretty neat because, like I said, it was the eye, the the mm-hmm. um, asteroid with the eye, right? And this girl took two of them, put them right on her bag, and then her bag had eyes.
0: Wow! I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> else with that, and I was like, I, I was immediately thinking, "You guys have made it," but you said you said. <laughs> bag
1: oh yeah so well um one other one other girl like stuck them under her glasses so it looked like her actual eyes that was pretty funny cool that was a pretty funny thing so uh i mean like listen and the thing the, the good thing about getting buttons for example or even stickers for me uh, and, and he got some hats made too which were really cool by the way really cool um he gave my daughter one so that was kind of that was kind of cool and uh anyway so the good thing about these things is that you can just use them i mean you just use them you know, just because uh, you buy 500 buttons or whatever and you only give away 100, I mean, you got 400 for the next time, you know what I mean? Or for whatever you want give to them, give them away for. So, I mean, when I say it wasn't maybe financially, like, we weren't making tons of money or anything like that. But it also was, uh, it, was it was worth it. I mean, like, even if we broke even. And I can tell you that he may, I think he broke, I think he at least broke even, but I'm not sure how much he paid for the buttons um but i definitely i made a little bit of money i did more than break even because again you know I, I all i had was stickers made and they were not super expensive you know so it is good and we had a good time like we we um uh i'm just going to give away all of our secrets here derek we went out to like seafood buffet after on friday night and we ate ourselves sick it was awesome so and my family was like, hey, can we go? And I was like, no, authors only. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I wasn't like that. <laughs> but I was like, we should go out. I was like, we should go out to eat. And my wife is like, um, where are you guys going to go? And, uh, and he was like, uh, let's do seafood because apparently his girlfriend is vegan, vegetarian, one of those, vegan or vegetarian. I don't know. So he doesn't Pesco get that. Vegeta- I don't.
0: There's I don't too many terms for too many things. So let's say vegetarian without fish. Yeah, I guess so. So
1: uh, anyway, we went out to Seafood Buffet, and my wife was telling him, oh, you got to go to this one. You got to go to this one. And I'm going, ah, it's kind of expensive, man. And he's like, yeah, but I don't go out. And I was like, all right, man, I'm down. Let's go. So yeah, I'm sure you can see me, and I'm not exactly the skinniest guy. So I went, and I you know, made myself sick. Ah, oh, it was good times, JF. It was good times. In fact, we talked about you a little bit, and we're like, ah, JF should Ooh. be here.
0: I you know what I if you remember clearly we had talked about me maybe we did. going down and then yeah. by the time you said hey I'm doing Xcon next weekend I was like oh oh I'm not oh, going yeah. down on that short of a notice well
1: uh, well you had mentioned that you didn't know um if it would be financially in in the cards for you you know cuz you did had you had just moved you know pretty recently mm-hmm. so um it's all right next time man they have it's one all, every um, year here.
0: Hmm. My um uh, I I was supposed to do a lot more conventions this summer and fi- circumstances just didn't line up. I'm going to be doing a couple this coming fall. Um nice. nothing t- t- too you know geographically far, but next summer is probably going to be a slightly more insane convention season for me. So I'm looking forward to 2017. 2017 is seventeen's nice. the year where I travel for books the year of jf well this This, this this year year this year i was supposed to do balticon at the at the very end i I figured i there's i don't have anything to go do there Mm -hmm. that's because i had to weigh what i needed to do here versus what i would be able to accomplish at a convention and conventions although theoretically more fun just didn't balance out for this this part of the year so right now i'm uh, I'm lining up some uh, some panels to be on in uh, upcoming uh, cons later this year um, Montreal has seen an explosion of inkshares authors in the uh, cool. past in the past few months so a, a lot of us that. are going to be work together. <laughs> That's, That's awesome man cool. I wish I
1: had I wish I had some people that were a little more closer. Derek's about the closest. Not the closest but, one yeah, to but
0: me. Derek is glorious, so that kind of makes up for it. And uh, yes, Craig, yes, Craig Monroe is actually fairly close. He's in Ontario. So I f- I think we will we'll be able to team up for a lot of cool things uh, in, in, in the coming years. So I'm looking forward to having a stronger convention presence, preferably behind a table, because when I'm behind the table, what you call being on is in a way good for me because when I'm on I get to not be myself in a way and by I, not I, being myself I it's easier for me to deal with the public it's not not being authentic as a person it's just no one wants to chat with the guy who's just a stuttering idiot that keeps putting his own work down constantly
1: <laughs> unless you're behind the table then it's okay right
0: well no because that's what I'm doing I know, that's, I that's what I do I <laughs> normally so I'm, I'm This is why, like, the the whole podcasting thing is good for me. Doing these cons is good for me because it's training me to not just 24-7 hate on my own work.
1: Well, I mean, that's not good. I mean, uh, your work's good, man. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to your future. I love it when you send out those those updates with your whole, like, timeline. I love this. (laughs) I love that.
0: I, oh my god, that timeline needs to go move forward. I have so very little time to finish so many things. <laughs> and recently, I've started. Uh, I've. I've and this is inside baseball a bit, but I've went gone back to. Uh, I finally have a lull in working on in the Shed, so I went back to working on uh, ArcAndroid, Android, the, the sequel to Life Engineered. And because so much time has passed, and I've learned so many things, I am going through that manuscript with a chainsaw oh (laughs) man i'm just destroying everything but the end result is going to be so much better because there's a lot of things that were uncertain about where the storyline was going you know when you're writing like you you have certain threads that you you have hanging you don't know where they're going and but yeah yeah through the 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 months i couldn't work on arc android a lot of these threads sort of found their place but by finding their place, there's a lot of stuff in the earlier chapters that have been changed. So I'm I'm rereading what I've got so far and just taking an abundance of notes to be able to do some really serious rewrites and just make it more of a coherent, easy-flowing storyline. So it's going to be good, I think. I'm enjoying it. But it's going yeah, to it. be more work than I thought it would be. And I, I want to get a better version out to better readers ASAP.
1: So what do you think, like, um, percentage-wise, if you could just put a random number on it, like, how close are you to getting it out to those readers?
0: I would say that by the end of June, I should be able to send out a beta version to to some test readers.
1: Oh, so you're pretty close. I mean, reasonably close
0: yes but you've got to understand that the reason i'll be able to do that is because i'm going to be spending a lot of time on it um every spare minute is going to be just arc android until I until I need to work on God in the shed again which is probably just going to move my deadline for arc android a bit
1: so but let's yay. talk god in the shed for just a minute since <laughs> sure. you since you brought it up so i'm assuming now since you've got some free time that means you've sent your manuscript in to inkshares
0: no. Oh, no.
1: Okay.
0: No. Okay. I've I've been receiving some third-party notes that I've been applying to the manuscript. And I'm waiting until now I've sent in those the, – the, the, I've applied those notes. And I'm waiting for comments to see if the end result is acceptable. And if so, then I need to um, have the changes from these notes – propagate through the rest of the manuscript and then i'll be able to hand that in oh okay the good thing is that it accelerates my editing process once it's in inkshare's hands because it will already have gone through a sort of developmental edit Mm -hmm. Um, that's good unfortunately it means that i have certain amounts of rewrites but i've already gone through my manuscript pretty much completely once and it it was. It's pretty solid. So it's really just a question of going back and making somebody making sure that any of these corrections that I've made in the earlier chapters don't create any uh, continuity errors going forward. Okay. Well, uh, that's actually
1: awesome. So, what are you? Uh, is your timeline still is time frame still the same for? Well, reasonably the same for getting it into Inkshares and getting started with the official. Like kickoff, I guess, maybe of, well, of my, uh,
0: my kickoff is pushed Until I, I send the manuscript in I was supposed, my original date To send in the manuscript was yesterday And we're Ooh. recording this on the 2nd of June So my, my official deadline was June 1st um, But going back and forth with English I made, like I made him aware, look, I'm doing this thing And just going to slow me down, so they, which was kind of frustrating for me because they had arranged for me to work with Cleet Smith, the amazing editor I worked oh. on the life engineered with. Yes, but now Cleet is going to be working on another project, and I need to okay, I, I, I only have to give in my manuscript for mid-July. However, it's not going to affect the release date or anything. So that's cool. And I'm happy with that. So you're still going to
1: be able to work with him, or or you don't know at this?
0: Yes, point? no, I, I will. That's oh. that's the cool thing. Is basically oh, he's, he's not available again July. He's going to be in, unavailable until mid July. He's working oh, with see. another Inkshare author. I don't feel comfortable mentioning who, but yeah, no worries. I honestly, it's not like it's a secret. It's just I don't know if I'm stepping out of line and right. right. I'm one one thing you're going to learn about me. You've probably already noticed. I am. Maybe too careful about things like that.
1: <laughs> eggshells, man. You just live on the yeah, eggshells, exactly. don't you?
0: <laughs> exactly. I I don't I don't want to piss off someone or no. Say it's something. understandable,
1: man. I totally get it, and I'm sure that the people listening they they get it too. I mean, they know. So, um, well,
0: lots to talk about, JF. Lots to talk about. Well, we have two big sub- subjects. I want there's one of them I want to get rid of fairly quickly because there's a bit like what. All right, full disclosure, we're going to talk about a bit of negative stuff right off the bat. Okay. So, and I'm going to well, be... Well, before we...
1: I, let, <laughs> I, I mean, I know there's lots to talk about here. Um, One thing that I, I just want to wrap this up, because it has been a while since we recorded, and I believe that this actually happened since we have recorded. So,
0: Oh, yeah, um, the announcements. Yes, I, I will let you do that.
1: Well, I was going to um, say that... Uh, the hard science contest finished up from uh Geek and Sundry and Ink Shares. And I just wanted to say congratulations to um the authors who who uh, won the top three. Um The Punch Escrow, uh Tall uh towel. See, I don't know how to say there's, this. There's
0: only one L so I'm gonna say it's
1: Tal. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Or Tal yeah, Tal. So Tal Klein, um After Man by Brian, and it says and Michelle Guthrie. I did not realize that, did you he yes, he worked with his wife as a consultant, um, but originally that's not when I ordered it, it only had his name, but hey, whatever, it doesn't matter. The Pirates of Montana by Aaron Evan, so congratulations, and the official pick from Geek and Sundry ended up being the Punch escrow, which I'm excited about these I'm excited about these books, so um, I just want to say congratulations and uh will probably, as you get uh, closer to, actually, um, publication uh, publication date, probably bring you on the show.
0: So, yes. Yeah. I have a confession to make. Yeah. I currently have a tab open on both my phone and my iPad to read the uh, both the synopsis and samples from the Punch Escrow, and I have yet to do it.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: I know I the did the basics that. about the whole teleportation stuff yeah. and like very surface information. But as much as I went, oh, I'm totally gonna check that out. Nope. Didn't have time. <laughs> that that is that is a testimony to how busy the last two months have been for me.
1: Well, hey, it's busy, man. You're busy. You're a busy man. You that's what happens. That's what happens when you fund a second book, JF. You're mm, busy, busy man. Yes. Yes. So, um, congratulations to those because I know we're about to talk about the newest contest. Nope. If you have not heard, no, we are not. <laughs> no, I
0: want, I want to, okay, I want to scratch a niche with you, and I'm, I'm putting okay, you on the spot. It. Yes, you and are. I don't know what you're going to say, so <laughs> I want to talk about the fact. And okay, we have been doing this for twenty odd episodes. Um, yeah. We've mostly, I mean, uh, what is it? I think Inkshares is approaching their second birthday or has just passed their second birthday. And we're starting to see some of the darker side of people dealing with Inkshares. Okay. And I want to ask your opinion. We've had two, two very awesome members of the Inkshares community pull their book from Inkshares. And it has created... Oh, okay, now, it, now I know what you're going to say.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> I was really confused for I was worried. It has,
0: it has created a bit it. of controversy right it has yes it has and i'm curious where you stand with that because i have i mean i have my own position towards ink shares right i know you probably have your own opinion as to how you want to develop your career regarding ink shares but how I how do you feel about people like pulling out of of pulling pulling their campaigns off ink shares
1: well listen well john robin let's start with john robin we've had him here on the show He's 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 a good man. He's he writes um, well, at least what I've read from from um, Blood Dawn. It's it's good writing. It's interesting. I'm really interested in the story. I wish him the best of luck. So here's what I think about him leaving. I feel it was a shock. First of all, it was shock. I was like, whoa! This guy has been a champion for Inkshares. Um, Since before I was even around, because apparently he started his campaign in April and I didn't come around until, you know, May last year, early May. Um, So I was really surprised and shocked. But when I sat down and thought about it, I was like, man, you know what? This place is not going to, I mean, John Robin, pillar of the community, but he is not the keystone here, if you know what I mean. We're not going to crumble if he goes away, because... This is kind of a revolving door. We see a- authors all the time come and go because, like, let's say you come into the community and you don't fund your book and you leave the community because you're like, I'm going to make this happen somewhere else, which is the case for um, the Life Interstellar, Zach Jordan. I can't remember his last name. Isn't Jordan?
0: Zach-, Zach Jordan, yeah.
1: Is that right? I'm, I um, believe so. Which that's what he said, you know. He he's going to go somewhere else and try to get his book out there. And like ultimately, for you, for me, for other people who are writers, um, we we want to see that uh, we want to meet that goal. Uh, John Robin as well, you know. And it's not that uh, he was—I I mean, at least I don't think that he had any animosity, you know. So I, I just—I I have he, difficulty he made a imagining.
0: I have difficulty imagining John Robin having much animosity ever right <laughs> he's he's just he just just such a nice dude so anyway, hey sorry is, i cut you off
1: no no worries um but i was uh that's what that's what i mean like i don't believe he had any animosity and i didn't know zach very well i, I mean I, I followed him and i had his updates and his book interested me and i was wanting to see what would happen and where it would go um, but uh, from what I understand, I don't think he had any animosity either. So I just think that these people made choices for their own personal life. For me, I'm happy for them. Go, you know, good luck. Uh, I don't think that, you know, Shares is going to, uh, you know, fall because a couple of people left. When again, we, we must, we got to keep this in mind, JF, everyone should. People come and go from this this environment every day.
0: No, absolutely. And the thing, the truth is, some people are not necessarily okay. You and I know that campaigning to finance a book is just a goddamn nightmare. Yes, it it's is brutal. The worst. Brutal. It's it's basically the promotional equivalent of flaying your own skin. It's <laughs> not a good experience at all. And I can completely understand someone who is trying to finance a book looking at other options, looking at Because there are other options. This is what's so amazing about today is the fact that you can choose between a variety of different avenues to get a book published. You can try traditional publishers. You can self-publish. There are more than just one uh, crowdfunding platform for publishing. So if you haven't been able to get the traction that you were hoping to get from Inkshares, looking at these other avenues can be very tempting. And... I know there's been some – some some people have justifiably to a certain point mentioned that it kind of sucks that you can go on InkShare, build a bit of a following, and then leave with all the emails in that platform.
1: And- yeah, I, get, I mean I could see that to, to a certain extent. But really, I mean you're building your own following. Like if you're coming here for crowdfunding – the majority of the people that you have, you should already be able to access their emails and stuff like that, wouldn't you think? I mean, not everybody, obviously, but the majority.
0: I if if I if someone were to come to Inkshare with like twenty Twitter follower and leave with a list of a thousand emails, I could see that being exploiting the system. And no, absolutely no offense to, offense to John or or to Zach. Neither of them left with absolutely insane mailing lists they left no. with with followers that they to in my opinion if you're crowdfunding on inkshares, you are earning every one of your followers you are you those are emails that you are getting these are readers that you are getting because you work to, to get every single one right. of them so i don't see that being an issue quite yet or at all. But that might, just be, that might just be an opinion. Just, right now I'm just playing a bit of devil's advocate because it is something that's been brought up and I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes when an issue is brought up, I want to analyze it no matter if, even if my knee-jerk reaction is to think opposite, I want to sort of con, you know consider it and I want our listeners to consider it. I want, I want I, 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 the idea that ink shares could be used and exploited is curious to me. It is. It really – it truly is. I don't
1: – I I can't – I don't really see that happening, at least not in these situations. No, I mean, no. possibly, but
0: – Maybe in the future – like, honestly, he, here's the dichotomy. The day that going on shares will, through no effort of your own, guarantee you an influx of readers and followers, I don't think there will be a problem – financing your book on ink shares when we, when we reach that point, no, I mean the data totally just by signing up a book, you get 500 followers that you can steal from ink shares because you didn't put any effort. I mean that fine. Perfect. That's, that's what we want because <laughs> th- that's, that's where it's going to be easy to actually get book, books published. Anyway, it's just, it's just something that's been like, I, I, I feel that since we are the quote unquote unofficial Inkshares podcast, it's something that needed that it was worth mentioning. We're very community oriented. I I'm pretty sure John still listens to Inkshares when we publish. And I
1: I To right brain.
0: Sorry? To right brain. brain. (laughs) Yeah. And I I didn't want this this quote unquote situation or you know, event to go by without us mentioning it—that just seemed disingenuous, disingenuous to me.
1: Yeah, and you know, it, it's been a little—it's been a little while, a few weeks, but oh, you know, we've been it. we've been so out of the loop with each other and and getting these things recorded that you know we, we I, I do feel like it, it is important to at least discuss. Um, but you know, we wish Zach and John the best of luck, and um, I actually signed up for John's mailing list. Um, has but it? I'll be. I, I'll be honest, though, like, I I I don't know John's reasons uh, completely, like, you know, they're his own. I mean, he did send out a, a brief um, message that was basically, you know, hey, I, I want to do this on my own pace, and I feel like I'm rushed, you know, which is understandable. When you have a an epic-sized book like that, you know, you want to, you probably want to spend a lot of time getting it right. So, um... I'll say that I don't know if I would have done that with the amount of people and the amount of time and effort he's put in here. Maybe I would have stepped back for a while, you know, and just said, "Hey, I'm still here. I'm just going to, you know, take a less less of a community role and maybe kind of like well, uh, kind of like me, um I I'm there. I just don't participate in a lot of conversations, so like I read them and and I go to the forum and I, and I do stuff like that, but I've never been like a person to comment a whole lot. In fact, I've said this before, and I don't, I don't remember if it was on the show or not, but I said before, like when I went to Goodreads before, I would go to the forums and I'd read, but I never really thought, hey, let me participate really. I mean, unless something really jumped out at me once in a while, I would put some stuff in. So I just kind of, I kind of take a back seat and just kind of observe. And that maybe John, if, if, I would give any advice to them, not that they need it, but I would say maybe, you know, step back first, see how you feel, and then maybe if you make this choice. And you know, knowing John, he could have done that in his own way, you know? And again, I don't know Zach all that well, but um, he may have done the same thing. Step back and, and really evaluate and take some real time, you know, to uh, figure out what you want to do. And I'm sure that is what happened to a certain point. Yeah. Extent. I mean...
0: and. Just just to to close the subject before we move on to something a bit more uplifting and fun, <laughs> even though maybe it's slightly controversial in its in its own rights, mm. but we'll we'll address that. One of the advantages if I can be completely selfish, one of the advantages to people like you and me and the rest of the community to someone like John Robbins stepping away from ink chairs and going his own way is that he's going to be reaching out to a whole bunch of people that we can ask him to sort of cross market with us the same like because i i will totally promote the hell out of blood dawn oh yeah when it comes out and this, this is what's great of being part of a community and the whole like quote unquote, networking of you know talking working with their, their author is that we will promote each other's work one of the things that's a bit of a problem with Inkshares is that our community becomes kind of its own thing. It becomes very insular, becomes its own silo. So right. reaching out of that can be very difficult. It's one of the biggest problems I have when promoting a book. But having one of our own, in a way, sort of branch out somewhere else. Just like on the outside. Up. Exactly, branches out to new avenues. And in a way, it still allows John Robin access to our network. So this is how we sort of, expand and get more people
1: I I totally agree and you know uh, John's still around like on our in our in our uh, slack group that we have he lurks around every now and then he comments here and there but he's still around he knows what's going on in fact um, well I don't know how much I want to get into this but I I feel like that he pre-ordered recently so and when I say I feel like I I, I know because I looked <laughs> so I saw his name on a pre-order from Inkshare. So he's still around. He knows what's going on. And, uh, you know, more power to him. Good luck to him. And uh, I can't wait to get my copy of Blood Dawn, because really, that was, again, I know I've said this before, but that was the first book that I chose to do um, a recording of, because I was like, I like this. It's going to be good. So, um, you want to move forward, JF?
0: Yes, let's talk about something else. Paul, you've been busy recently. I You've have. been doing things with the I end have. of school year. I have. Have you Have you done any special project, maybe regarding a, a recently announced Nerdist contest? Uh, I have, and um, for those of you
1: listening, if you do not know, because you probably live in a box somewhere. Um, by the way, I'm not sure how you're listening to this. If your box maybe has it's iTunes, a g- it's, a, it's a good box. It's a smart it's a good box. Bo- it's a smart. It's a smart box. It, it's an iBox. So, anyways. Yes. Um, The newest contest with Inkshares and Nerdist is um, themed video games. So, about really very, very recently, um, it it, it just started yesterday. Like Jeff said, we're recording on the 2nd, and it started yesterday on the 1st. Really recently, less than a week, or approximately a week ago, uh, some of us um, decided to... Well, maybe see what we could do about joining this contest. Now, JF and I have a general rule of thumb that we don't talk about very often, but we don't usually, you know, get into the contests because we want those to be organic. And I don't mean like we personally don't enter into the contest. We don't talk about books from those. Um, We don't want to throw our hat in um, one way or another um, as as an entity, you know, as a right brain entity. Um, personally though, we, we both back whatever we want. It is going to be hard
0: hard not to do that. So it's going to be hard. We're throwing that rule kind of out a little because of, uh, personal involvement.
1: Yes. Um, so,
0: uh,
1: it's, it's difficult. Um, I'll give you a little bit of backstory and I don't know everything because I actually did not come along until a little (laughs) bit later. I was hoping
0: that you would in uh, educate me as to the backstory I, of this project I know some some things you know
1: Chris uh I don't know how to say his last name Chris huang uh, yes um Chris actually came up with the idea from my understanding this is um me reading someone else's uh um wording which is funny because I was thinking about it today and I was like I wonder how this came about and um somebody uh posted it in our in our little group about how it came about. And I was like, oh, weird. That was convenient. And I was like, hmm. So um apparently they were not enjoying the idea of a video game contest. And I don't want to say they weren't enjoying it. They just thought it was out of left field, because they were expecting we were we all of us were expecting a um fantasy. A fantasy. A fantasy.
0: Yeah, we we've had two back-to-back science fiction. Sci- yeah, uh-huh. So we were
1: expecting a fantasy. So um they were discussing Uh, how strange it was that all of a sudden there was this one from left field with video games. Um, So it turned into Chris making the suggestion of, um, well, why don't we enter this contest? Um, Or at least that's what I read. So Chris, if that is incorrect, I am sorry. Um, Please correct me because I'm not really sure. So a little bit later on, I came into the mix and it was kind of passed around um, the little uh, Slack group that we that a lot of us are in, hey, we're thinking about entering this contest with a book. This is not going to be just a regular book. This is going to be an anthology-style book. So the question was asked of several people. If you're interested, please, you know, get with um, so-and-so, and we will discuss details and see if this could even be a thing. So, JF came along um, sort of was in and out during this part of the discussion um, because JF is very busy with all of his many projects.
0: So the the way, like, when I came into the contest, my first reaction to the whole video game thing was after the initial shock of it not being fantasy because I was hundred percent convinced it was going to be fantasy. Me too. Me I was too. I was even telling uh, one of my friend's daughter wants to enter and do an ink share thing, and she's got a fantasy book. And I was like, "Oh, that's great!" Because the next contest is probably going to be fantasy. And I had to like send her a message saying, "It's not. It's video games." But my second reaction was, "Hey, that's too bad because I have a really cool idea for a video game um, book." Except it's not written, and it's only in very early stages of development, so there is no way I'm entering this contest. Until you uh, you sent me a message saying, hey, you're entering this contest.
1: <laughs> That's not exactly how the message went. I just mm-hmm. said, dude, you need to get in on this. Because I, instantly, the reason that I was like, I want to do this is because I know this is going to change things that Ink InkShares. Um, and that's something that we are probably going to talk about in the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so just, just describe the project in general. Like, let's, let's okay. stop lead, burying right. a lead. Talk about – describe what the project is so we can get into the nitty-gritty of it.
1: Well, the project is an anthology um, book with JF and I and another 13 off- authors. So it's tot- totaling 15 of us. Um, and each one of us is bringing a unique short story into the anthology – um, with the theme at the heart of each story, uh, obviously video games, because that's the theme of the, um, contest. By the way, um, you're, um, I was thinking something when you were talking, your, your friend's daughter mm-hmm. can have fantasy as long as the theme is, um, Video games, so it can be fantasy based. Now I'm sure if she's already written it, she's not going just, to adjust. Just keep it, talking
0: about the anthology. It, it, <laughs> if, if there was a way to twist it, I would have probably told her about it. So there isn't. So let's let's keep talking about the anthology. So
1: um, there's all of us uh, got together and we started. Um, uh, we formed a. A loose group at first, and JF was actually not part of that, but uh, eventually you did join in, and what we have, what we decided in the very last few days before the contest started was that uh, we were going to set this up and we were going to um, really push to see how well we could do as a, as a group here, because again, I mean, this is something that is unique and it's going to change things. Um as far as the anthology is concerned, it it's actually called Too Many Controllers and uh it is um going to be well in my opinion I think it's going to be amazing, but I'm a little biased a little bit, but it, I think it's going to be very cool. Like it's it's going right, to be
0: I I'm I'm going to be the voice of reason then at this point. Here's the thing. Okay. I I went into this very doubtful because let's be fair, this is no one expected this to be the uh, the theme for the contest. Um, so all of us, well, I don't want to say all of us, because I, I let's be fair, I did nothing to help prepare this. I just, I people said, "Do you want to toss your hat in the ring?" I said yes. Eventually, after a lot of deliberation, because un- until I had a, an idea for a story, I was not interested uh, because I didn't just, I didn't want to weigh down the uh, the, the, the project. But right, right. The, the whole thing was slapped together very quickly, so my expectations were kind of low. And then I saw the video that you you guys made. I think you're you're the one who made the uh, the book trailer, right? I uh, yeah, I made the book it's, trailer. And, and ahead, so you made the book trailer. The book trailer is insane. The, the, the cover looks beautiful. And then I started reading some of the synopsis and ideas for stories. And I, I I flipped around on it. This it it I went from someone who went okay, this is slapped together. This is going to be a community of writer flexing our community muscle to make a book happen out of thin air. But I was not confident that it had a very strong foundation. I mean, everybody in the, in in that list are good writers, but this is this is stuff that felt really pulled out of thin air. But what I'm seeing so far are really interesting ideas, extremely varied stories from all sorts of different angles. So I'm I'm way more optimistic about the project than I was. Well, I mean, I'm excited because you know, every, not not everyone,
1: but a, a lot of the people in the uh, the anthology who threw their hat in are InkShare's authors that have either seen publication or will be seeing publication in the very near future. And uh, it's it's really, like, exciting. I just think this is an exciting time. So um, if you'd like to check it out, please do absolutely check it out. I mean, like, I'm not going to tell you to not check out the other books or anything like that because, honestly, there's a lot of books that have joined the contest that I... Personally, that I personally think that um, look pretty pretty interesting, and I'll probably be probably be throwing my hat, um, my money, I should say, towards some of those. So, well, I mean, that's me though. I mean, like that's well, he, what here, I want to do because I'm here to see this community grow. You know what I mean?
0: Well, here's what I propose we do is well. First of all, obviously we're going to mention uh, too many controllers we already have, and we're we, we want people to pre-order it. Uh, however, anybody that's um, that's listening to this probably has already or was already planning to pre-order anyways yeah yeah. so i don't think it needs to have a huge promotional push on right brain what we are going to do is going to be different and you you tell me if i'm being wrong about this is starting Mm -hmm. next week i want us to do two things i want us to talk about a couple of synopsis of stories from too many controllers so that anybody who hasn't checked it out can hear us talk about but at the same time I want you and I to uh, start talking actively about the books in the contest going down the list.
1: Okay. Just, so we'll just start with whatever is at the top and make our way down, and you know that'll obviously change a little bit um, over the next few weeks. But yeah, we have just, six weeks left, or so just we can
0: pick something from the top ten and we can we can move from there. But essentially, by default, we are giving a platform to too many controllers because we are participating in it. But at right. the same time, very much the same way you say it we are part of a community too many controllers is the 800 pound gorilla in of the ink shares industry right now because it's not it's 15 people bringing all their readers together it from the outside if and i want like i want to promote this episode of right brain to some of the new people because i want them to hear us say this and talk about this for five minutes so do i i want them to understand that we are aware that this is something that is disruptive to the contest and we apologize, but at the same time, it is a cool project and it's going to have a positive influence on Inkshares because it's going to bring a lot of attention. Like every time you or I or Jameson Stone, someone brings attention to this contest because of too many controllers, it also brings attention to the other participants of the contest. And I don't want to talk, like, I don't want to put words in everybody else's mouth as far as the the, the, the the participants in the anthology, but I think I can rely on you, and I know I will. And knowing the character of the people in the anthology, I know that they're going to be promoting the crap out of the other books in the contest too. And I've seen almost every single people, person writing in the anthology have already ordered books from other writers in the contest. Because yeah, or
1: have plans to, yeah, definitely
0: exactly. so we want this to be the reason why we want this to be a disruptive experience is because we want anthologies to be more of an more part of the pat being shares package because right now, I mean you you've been more involved than I have setting up an anthology is complex
1: I think. it is it is complex. You are right. and you know, there's a whole lot because there's fifteen of us, and a lot of us are. Um, pretty, like, headstrong is a good way to put it, Um, you know uh, like we, well, as authors you you do a lot of stuff on your own, so you're used to making all your own decisions but then all of a sudden when you're thrown in a group, it just becomes a little bit more of a process, not a negative process or anything like that, but it just it, choices take more time, for example, or um, you know, if you, okay, I'll use my video Uh, Before I just threw my video out there, I I put it up on um, so everybody can see it. And I was like, what do I need to change? What can I alter? Just tell me and I will do what I need to do and stuff like that. For me, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to put my video up there, you know, like when it's just me. But it it just becomes a little bit more involved. um, And that's a good thing, I think. And I I think this is going to be a good thing. um, And it's definitely going to change change how, how InkShares works, I believe.
0: That's well, my it, opinion anyway. So. If only looking at how they're going to handle anthologies. I don't think it's going to have – I mean it might have an Im- impact on how they do contests because having – and this, this is something that we've discussed I think in the past is the idea also of having established authors with huge followings show up out of nowhere with their half a million Twitter follower and saying, yeah, I'm participating in this contest and immediately win. It's – I mean – Eventually, as the platform grows, Inkshares is going to have to start thinking about that. And I, I I think we're forcing that in a way.
1: Sort of. I think we are just um, hurrying it up a little but, bit. You know?
0: But more importantly, what I think we're going to see, which is going to be great, is it's. I'm hoping it forces Inkshares to look at collaborative work and anthologies and perfect the platform to allow that better because there are a lot of people who like to do that kind of thing and i i think you actually yeah motor city chronicles is a collaborative work
1: right it is yes but um since you can't sign up as a collaborative team yeah it was it's yeah yet um it was just um under under my name but my my buddy patrick uh obviously he's helping put it together um and you know we're we're seeing where that goes and Like we just talked about, After Man was collaborative between Mm -hmm. Brian and his wife. Um, Well, that is easier because, you know. Well, yeah, that's a slightly easier. Yeah, I get get what you're saying. But they could have two different bank accounts. We don't know anything about them, JF. I don't want to say anything about them, but we don't know. But, I mean, I think this contest is going to... I don't know. I I want it's gonna impact ink shares and I don't know if that's gonna be a positive or a negative, but we're hoping it's a positive. But I mean, that's, I'm that's hoping it's a positive That's
0: the thing. Right now it's we, way too early. It's it's super weird to say that, but and I'm not talking about myself individually, but us as a group are kind of quote unquote leaders in the community. So whether or not it's going to be a negative or positive experience, we have a a vote in that. We can stir the ship. Right. Yeah, and that's a good point. What's great about the people that have gathered get together to make that anthology is that we're all people who want to see shares grow. We're all people who have a vested interest in the success of shares. And we're also all people who are extremely inclusive and we want to see other people succeed. And I think that's the biggest takeaway here for anybody that is – coming into listening to right brain because of the contest, anybody that is curious about my, my brother sent me a text today saying whose bright idea was it to, uh, what did he, how did he say to break the, uh, the nerdist contest. And he was saying that in a positive way, but you can see how the external perception can be easily skewed towards negative. But that's the thing. We are the ones who are going to decide if our impact is negative or positive, And I think we can, totally use the noise that we are going to be making with this anthology to make it a very very important positive
1: i'm on board with that i'm totally on board with that
0: well i knew and, you would
1: well yeah i mean and you know what it's like you said um the people that are in in the group as well they're all they're all good people and i i totally think that they're on board with that too
0: No, that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm not worried about putting too many words in their mouths in that sense. And if you are new to InkShare, and this is something that Paul and I have been saying since the beginning of the podcast, we may not express it as often as we probably should, but part of the reason why we're doing Right Brain and part of the reason why we have this whole community is so that people who are coming into InkShare's have people to ask a question to. So if you are participating in the contest and you are curious about something, you want to ask me or Paul or anybody else. Like look at the list of authors on the anthology. These are all people you can probably ask a question to. Is is my be a good answer. like how's how's my synopsis? What do you think of my sample? How's my project page? Anything I could improve? Please go ahead. That's why we have community. It's because we can help each other and as as I like to say, the rising tide lifts all ships.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. I can't put it any better, Jeff, except for we win, you win. You win, we win. No, I don't know what I'm saying. The rising tide lifts all ships. Look, there you I, go.
0: I stole that from someone way more talented than I. Don't try to top it.
1: I wasn't. I, I, I was for a second, but then I realized that I am retarded. So. Um, Ouch, dude, the <laughs> R word. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not really. But uh, and, and I don't know. I don't know, Jeff. I think that's it. I think that's all I got think that's all you got we got is, are we done
0: i am i'm done you can go take out your dog
1: <laughs> i <laughs> am gonna do that she's been like jumping around down here by my feet so like
0: so real quick months. before before you leave um oh yeah apart from too many controllers anything you need to pimp anything you want to plug before before you go well it's always like ageless review, man. review ageless on, on that's, right, amazon. that's right. review
1: ageless on amazon and goodreads and uh you know, if you don't have a copy, it's still um, two ninety nine for the ebook. If you'd like to pick that up, but I'll be honest, there are these nice, beautiful, um, wonderful smelling paperbacks. So you should grab one and get your new book sent on, if you will. Um, yeah. So reviews are always welcome, always, always, and um, my Twitter is at Paul Inman Sc you can go to my website paulinmanese.com. you can uh, find right brain on iTunes in the iTunes store. you can follow right brain on Twitter at, at rightbrain underscore and yeah Jf you got plenty you got plenty of stuff to pimp too with
0: yeah the biggest one right now is um, anybody that's read the life engineered and has not reviewed it on Amazon please go review it. I'm 11 copies, uh, 11 reviews away from getting 100 reviews and that basically kicks the uh, Amazon algorithm right in the nanners and <laughs> really pushes push into overdrive. So if I can get to 100 reviews, I would love it. I got a really freaking weird review. Like, let me just take two seconds. I got a three-star yeah, yeah, three review recently and I disagree with everything in that review.
1: Really? Everything?
0: Yeah, and not because the review is not intelligent. It's very well written, very well thought out. And when I say I disagree, it's not like it makes me angry or anything. It's still a three-star review. It's like it's not a negative one. It's just very middle of the road. But the thing is, it has it has a mix of uh, of negative criticism, like things that the, the person didn't like and things that the person liked. And everything she well, they well, everything they didn't like are things that I feel work with the book and everything that they like, I feel could have been a million times better and are not my strong points. So it's, oh,
1: so it's just like a complete opposite of what you would have expected.
0: Exactly. It would, which is one of the weird things that you, I need to sort of adapt to reviews is that they are so unexpected and there's always something totally. to learn from them because the, the, the reviewer brings a point of view that I had not expected at all. So uh, go to Amazon, go to uh, the life engineered Give a review. It doesn't need to be complicated. It can just be, I liked it. I didn't like it. Whatever you want. Let's get this to 100 reviews just to see what happens.
1: Or you liked all the parts that JF didn't like. You know, that's fine too. Yes,
0: absolutely. If you say that the space combat scenes were amazing, that will mess me up because I feel (laughs) that those are not necessarily Uh, my strong point. I I don't think they're bad, but I really don't think that they were the best thing. Um, also, if you have a physical copy of Ageless and you see me at a convention, bring it. I'll sign it for you. No problem. It'll be my it'll and be my poop. pleasure. <laughs> Probably in Sharpie, because I tend to i i more often have a Sharpie in my bag than poop. <laughs> Um, Oh, J.F.,
1: J.F., J.F., that's funny.
0: (laughs) Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we will be there next week. I will hunt down Paul Inman myself with a a whale harpoon.
1: I am out of school. No more. I got no more problems until Comic-Con, but even then, I can still do it. Just we'll have to record it early. Oh, oh, one last thing. One last thing. Mm -hmm. Look for some extra content coming pretty soon in our feed um if jf allows me to put stuff in our feed but absolutely I know for you want you want to do
0: some uh yeah i know we'll, we'll announce it when you get there but i know what you're talking about and i'm really excited about it so let's make it happen
1: yes sir um thank you everybody for listening until next time
0: ciao